0: Hi, besties. Welcome back to the Tana Talks podcast. It is me, Montana Duran, your host, and I am joined today with a very, very special guest. Some would say the podcast wouldn't be possible without her. My very first bestie, my mother. Hi, Tamara. Hey,
1: Montana.
0: Welcome to the podcast. Thank
1: you for having me. I
0: don't ever call you Tamara. I'm just going to call you mom. (laughs) That's cool. I can't believe you said yes.
1: I'm full of surprises.
0: When I was talking to Ryan about his, I could tell you were, like, jealous a little bit. And then when I said, do you want to do it, you just immediately said yes, and I was shocked.
1: I did. I was uh, pleasantly surprised that you did say yes or ask. And uh, I support what you do, and I'm extremely proud of you.
0: Well, I'm just—maybe I was nervous because, like, I'm very protective over our family. Like, I don't let people into our family
1: Which is wild because you were the one who said secrets have killed our family. So, mom, don't expose me. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it has helped. And and, in telling our story, which is many, has has helped other people. I truly believe that. I've been told that.
0: I love you. I I am. Thank you for saying that. But I honestly don't think this. I should we should start the podcast I always start with a question but before that I do want to say like the way you raised me I didn't realize until I got out there in the real world (laughs) and especially like now doing all this uh Entertainment adjacent stuff and I saw how other people were raised. I'm really thankful for the way you raised me And I really don't think I would be doing any of the things I'm doing without you know The way you supported me and loved me and like told me to go to college You know and then when I was moving out of Atlanta, you were like just come back home and figure it out And then like I literally would not be in LA without that advice So I just want to say thank you
1: well, I do appreciate that and I did you a little bit differently because by the time I had you, I knew of Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit. And I prayed very differently than you, than I did the boys. I pray now for them in the same way, but I I did not want you to be me. Not that I was a bad person, but the, the, some of the choices and whatnot, I didn't want that for you. And I did not know about generational and Generational sins and curses and all of that, and uh, be careful what you pray for because, girl, you are not me. <laughs> and I am thankful for that. And I do want you to live your life as as much as I tease you about coming home and the distance is uh, sometimes excruciating. I am very thankful and grateful that. That prayer was answered, and you are living your life with no regret,
0: Tam. Wow, I love you. Did always say that you're like I just don't want you to be like like I want you to be able to be independent and do all this and like if you're. I think they did work, but sometimes it is a blessing <laughs> and a curse. I'm like I don't want to be so independent.
1: It is, but I know that you know my job, which I I didn't know. I'm I'm a late. Uh, we 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 believed in God, and we knew. God is great. And now I lay me down to sleep, but knowing how I was supposed to do it later and knowing that my job is to make you a godly woman and a productive citizen and make right, good choices before I leave this earth. I know you get mad when I say that, but you know, that's what my job is, not to be your best friend. And I've told you that your whole life. Well, we be are besties. We are besties, but you know what I'm but talking this is, about, Carol? No, this is
0: <laughs> No, this is what bothers me about you. Okay. Okay, we'll just air it out. Before, okay? Okay. We'll be having such a great day. We'll be making great <laughs> memories. We'll be laughing, laughing, laughing. And then the laughter is just immediately interrupted with my mom being like, Remember this when I'm dead, and I'm like that takes away the joy. I then I think about my mom dying, and I'm not having a good time. Why do you do that? Hi, besties. So sorry to interrupt that incredible interview. We're going right back. Don't worry. I just had to come and show you guys something that's really been helping me. You're like probably like Montana. Why are you in the kitchen? I told you we're getting more intimate in season four. So, no better way to get intimate than to come into my kitchen. If you're following the Instagram, you know I have been having a love-hate relationship with coffee recently. And it's mostly hate because it has betrayed me. Coffee has always been my loyal sidekick. It's been betraying me. It's made me feel super anxious. It's I drink it because I think it makes me more productive. And honestly, all I do is just want to crawl out of my skin because I'm so anxious. So, I've been looking for so many solutions, so many things nothing's really working. I'm still tired. Caffeine does give you that initial boost, but it doesn't really last long and you just are super anxious all day. You can't sleep. All the things, all the things I've been struggling with. I share about them all the time on Instagram. That's why I'm so excited that I found this little shot from Magic Mind. It has completely changed the game for me because it doesn't have any of the negative side effects. It only has positive ones. This is a community full of creatives and this stuff, when I drink it, It makes me feel so creative. You can use it as a substitute for coffee or you can use it along with your coffee because I do still have one cup, but I was drinking like four cups a day. So I've completely cut my coffee intake. It's went out the window. What I love about Magic Mind is that it has all natural ingredients. It has matcha, it has ashwagandha, it has lion's manes. So you feel safe drinking it. Whereas coffee, I'm just shaking out of my skin. If you're like me and coffee is making you so anxious, I totally recommend you try Magic Mind and you can get it at magicmind.com Tana with code TANA20 and you'll get 56% off of your first subscription or 20% off your one-time purchase. That's code TANA20 for 56% off a subscription. Even if you're already a subscriber, you can save on your next subscription payment. I totally recommend it. I They have a total full refund if you don't like it, but I don't think that you won't. Like it, like I know you're gonna love it because you're my besties, and I know what my besties want. So again, it's magicmind.com/tana slash with discount code Tana20 for up to 56% off a subscription. Not 55, 56. Okay, I'd pick the 30 pack if I were you. That's the best value. I, I got the subscription, and it's changing the game. We're 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 being creative. Okay, I love you. I mean it. Let's go listen to this interview.
1: Bye. Because, because. A lot of people are shocked or devastated. They can't get over it. Do I want you to cry a bit? Yeah, cry, get over it, and then remember all the silly, crazy, ticked off, aggravated. Like, remember it all so you can move on and not get stuck in that grief because I am with Jesus.
0: Yeah, but now, like, my 14 year old nephew is like, yeah, I'll remember that when you're dead. It's like, not, it's like funny, but not funny. Like,.
1: It, well, it trust me, when it's all said and done, you're going to say, "Dang, I'm glad she did that."
0: I love you. Okay. I, love you. I like to we'll start the podcast now, even though it's already been started. Okay. I start the podcast every time with a question, and okay. the question is, "When is the last time you cried?"
1: Um the, You know, it's been a not too long ago but uh with what we're dealing with here you know uh in it and i i can't exactly remember what it was but my situ Mm -hmm. which is grandma in arabic Mm -hmm. told me once that when angels cry or i don't know if they were crying for you but she just said when angels cry they cry straight down and i can remember it was not too long ago in my room And I could not stop the tears, but they were streaming straight down. So I knew God was with me because the angel was crying. And so it was just, why are you laughing? Because that was good.
0: Because are you calling yourself an angel?
1: No, I think that angels cry for you and it cries straight down. You also told
0: me about tears being words the heart can't say.
1: Yes, that is true. Because there are some emotions, you know, um, I'm just gonna say, you know, what we're dealing with. Yeah. Good segue, you're so good at this. I'm a caregiver for an Alzheimer's patient and it's my mother. And um one, you know, I didn't know a lot about it. It's a very devastating thing. I follow a lot of people because I I don't have the wherewithal to to all these things. So, um, and it's a very lonely disease. It's very devastating, lonely, and you use every emotion you have. But in my case, my mom picks up on sadness. She'll say, are you sad? You are sad. Why are you sad? And so you don't want them to see that and pick up on that. So you tend to push it down, push it down. And and then a day will come when you're in your room and you know, the angels cry for you because you don't really know why you're crying. You're doing the best you can. You know, nobody really understands unless you have walked in these shoes. Mm-hmm. And that's that. But I, and my family, including you, y'all don't like to see me cry or sad. But I feel God knows when I need it and he gives it to me.
0: I mean, it's a good release. There's a reason why it's the first question. And I just need to say one thing. I love crying. That's why it's the question. I don't always do it. You know, I, you know, sometimes, you know, whatever, but whatever. I, this whole situation is very sad and I don't know how you do it. Because even sometimes like we'll hang up off the phone and I'll have just tears coming down my eyes. Because like, not just for the situation, but for you having to deal with it, like for... Everything, like, so that was a good segue. You're very, you're good at this. You're a natural. There you go. So that w- was leading me into, we could sit here for about six days and talk about all your story and everything <laughs> the family's <laughs> been through. But they don't have, a, we don't have enough time for that. So we'll talk about this recent year because for, it's been two years now of you caretaking for our to, which is my grandma. Shout out. My mom. your mom (laughs) and the first year well it was really like three years back and forth the first year was you back and forth between Florida and then the second year it was her and now this third year you recently just you know had to quit your job and you're doing this full-time I know that was a huge decision and huge everything but like what was it like having to balance everything with like work her and then like what's the transition been like you know now not having to work
1: Well, I've always prided myself (laughs) that I've taken care of myself no matter what I'm going through. And, uh, for the first time in my life, I had to go on a low dosage of blood pressure medicine and they felt like it was nerves. Um, and you, you know, you need income. Yeah. You need insurance. You need all that. So you do that. She needs you. Um, since leaving in October, um, and God, really worked that out for me, Um, I realized that I did put her on the back burner rather than my position. Mm. And if she didn't get up, then I just let her sleep because I could concentrate on that because of all things I was in customer service. yeah, And that's very demanding. And they did, however, uh, let me work remote for a lot of that time. So stopping that and doing this full-time she is doing better we are scheduled like nobody's business it's like a, a a toddler you know you like you have to revert back to when you guys were little and i wasn't like hell bit that your schedule had to be but it was pretty rich ritual you know we yeah. do this we do this we do this i know she eats better i know she sleeps better i know her attitude is better i know her overall being Is better now. Fast forward to me. It's so isolating, really, because you don't get interaction. And I have noticed. (laughs) And if any of my friends see this, they will know this. If I do get the chance to go out, I am like a kid in a candy.
0: You talk you have talked to everyone at the mall the other day. You were talking to everybody, even little kids. (laughs) And that is not
1: my personality but you just want interaction. We are, we are, we were born to be, you know, with people, not just in a home. And it, and I'm not saying that it's like a prison, like a prison, but it's, you are bound to certain degrees because they, they do sometimes need naps. Um, she has very bad rheumatoid arthritis. So she doesn't, want to walk a lot. She, she does the best that she can. So I'm telling you, I even know like it's like I'm watching my body and my mouth and I'm just having a great old time and I can't reel it back in till it's time to get in the car and come home. So I have to apologize for myself when I'm out there. And it's far and few between, but it, it happens.
0: Maybe we should see if there's like an Alzheimer's group or something. Y'all can go do something and then you My could talk to... did
1: uh, mention that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will. I, I, but all this kind of happened, you know, in October. Yeah. Uh, when, when that happened. So, you know, after the beginning of the year, I will. But I am starting to... You know, do things for myself. And with her being on this better schedule with me not working, she does go to bed between eight and eight thirty. Now I'm a, usually at eight, eight thirty, nine o'clock, but I will stay up to like ten, maybe ten thirty just to have
0: three, <laughs> three Wow, nine. you're like, living okay. large <laughs> staying up late.
1: So and and you know, I do try to get out here and there, but I I haven't mastered uh putting this aside while I go out there and I think that's why God has me like I, like the last function I went to with my colleagues mm-hmm. like I was all over the place I was like ADHD you were zoomies I was whatever I don't know what that is but doing the zoomies like yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I would and I did write an email that I apologize but it was oh, like, why did you write an email was I was sorry that I was all over the place yeah
0: you You are yeah you are a social person so I bet I can't even imagine like how isolating it has been to just you know that soul interaction be the person you're taking care of and like the conversations it's having the same conversations over and over and over yeah it's
1: real tough because it's almost like when a parent wants to tell a child because I said so yeah
0: yeah and
1: you can't really because you just can't
0: you do know a lot about it and I sometimes I'm like put the google away but I think it has helped you learning about it what it what have what's what have you learned that's helped you the most
1: let me tell you I did used to google but I don't google anymore I follow people that are medical oh influencers better yeah, yeah yeah and I will tell you one that that um I I you know, we've always said that my dad was the, that's where I got my heart from. My mom was like the man, whatever. Mm-hmm. I follow a man who's taking care of his, him and his wife and brother are taking care of the dad. She has a lot of their traits. So uh, another lady, I, I follow Bruce Willis's wife because she, our hearts are a lot the same. I think like how she talks about it and feels there's a doctor that I follow and they give, you know, my biggest thing was uh, trying, and I don't even want to say arguing, but like if just going along and, and just learning from them, which has helped me because yeah, to you, go along with it, not to try to correct, try to correct that correct is going to get you nowhere except frustrated. And, uh, because I remember in the beginning
0: she would remember something and be like, Oh, see, she remembers. She doesn't have it. And I'm like, no, yeah. She, well, yeah. You do,
1: you go back and forth with that. And then the stare, that man that wrote that song, he, there's just a lot of people in. What is it, the stare? It's just, you don't know where they're at and you want to know like, where is she at? What is going on? there? It's a very sad Because you got to remember, you know how strong she was and how independent and everything, and you just don't know, and they don't really know. And then on the soft side of things, when she looks at you and knows that maybe not that you're her daughter, but you're her caregiver, you are take care of her, and she says, thank you for taking care of me. I wish you didn't have to do it. Mm -hmm. And you say, that's what I'm supposed to do. And just a shout out to people, sometimes your group gets a little bit, smaller because most people that take care that are a caregiver for anything we know that there are facilities out there but that's not the first thing we want to hear just because we're venting or sharing or we know that Mm -hmm. but we we I have chosen to do this I have chosen to take care of her as best I can and my brother I'm not I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm not giving myself something because he's very opinionated. Mm -hmm. Um, We were estranged for a long time. We are very close now. When he came for Thanksgiving, he said, I'm going to tell you something. You downplay what you do. She's getting the best care she could ever get. So God has given me mercy and grace and the wherewithal to do this. He's also given me a really, 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 small circle that I can say whatever I want and it's okay. Mm.
0: That's That's important. Important. Yeah.
1: Your inner circle dealing with this is huge.
0: I mean, in general, you always told me that it's not about how many friends you have. It's about the circle that you keep and you are who you hang around. You've always said that. But I think especially like in times of adversity, like the people that you surround yourself with is so important.
1: Right. Right.
0: Because, too, I bet you it is a beautiful thing to, like, be able to... She's done so much for you to be able to sit here and give back. I'm sure it's, like, a thankless job. And sometimes, trust me, I know she she (laughs) could be mean bad. (laughs) But
1: it is beautiful. Let me tell you, uh, this is one incident that comes up time and time again. Mm -hmm. We were living in Georgia. One of my sons had broke his leg in a surfing accident. I drove down to be with him. She was in North Carolina. I got a call for a job interview. And I'm like, oh, my God, what do I do? She says, my mom says, I pointed because she's watching. Um, Doesn't know what's going (laughs) on. Sometimes that's okay. Um, Doesn't know we're talking about her. I don't miss... Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, they can Perfect. catch on to that real quick. Okay. Uh, sometimes it's okay. not true, but sometimes it is. But anyway, so I said, Mom, I, I just don't know what to do. I'm here with, with um, I don't know if we can use names. Brandon? Brandon. I have yeah, a family. I, okay, I have Montana, Brandon, <laughs> and Ryan. So anyway, I said, I don't know what to do. I, I don't want to leave Brandon, and I got this job interview. She said, well, I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. You're going to get in that car, and you're going to go to the job interview, and I'm going to come and take care of Brandon. Hmm. And she came and took care of Brandon while – and, and then, you know, let me go to the job interview, and I got the job with Habersham County School Systems, and the rest was history. So,
0: so she's taking care of you oh, for such good – in a minute. No, me in too. Yeah. She always took the be- – like, and that's the thing that I think – I think that's what's the most heartbreaking thing for me, especially <laughs> – moving she doesn't even know like every time it's like why california you know like it breaks my heart having those conversations because just growing up seeing how independent and how we would always joke like you never sit down like you do everything for everyone and like it makes it's sad but i'm glad that you're doing it
1: well let me tell you besides it being a, uh they call it the long goodbye for a reason you are mourning them constantly because I had a cell phone. I had two cell phones, a Florida cell phone and a Georgia cell phone. Oh yeah. So they could get a hold of me anytime they want. I mean, the minute something happened, bam, I want to call my mom when my dad passed. Usually it was my dad and then my mom, because she did allow me to be a daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. And to not have that or to, or to need, uh, and every now and then you'll get a glimpse of, you know, where she can help you or give an opinion or counsel you or whatever, but that's gone. Yeah. And that is no more. You, you can't get help in that area anymore. No. Yeah.
0: I would call her all through college and be like crying basically, or like stressed. And she would just talk me through all that.
1: Oh, had a, had a
0: answer and a, and a saying for everything. everything.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and that you miss that. You
0: let know. go and let, let God. go. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Have a blessed day. She'll tell you, go F yourself and then have a blessed day. (laughs) It's the best part. (laughs) But you know, it just, uh, you can't get advice anymore. And she was the first, no matter what, she would be the first person I got. Just like when my dad had cancer. I don't know if you remember this, but it was fixing to be spring break. We were leaving Hazel Grove Elementary. And I said, Montana, I have a feeling that I got to call my mom. And oh yeah, we don't, we usually, me and Montana would talk and I said, but I I just got to call her and she is bawling. And I'm like, what the heck? She said, they told me that your dad has cancer and I just don't know what to do. Mm. That's how connected that we were. No. Yeah. That something was up. And for my mom to cry, that's like a man crying when my mom would cry. I've never seen her show any emotion except anger. Yeah. (laughs) which is wild which takes a lot to get yeah, yeah which is wild that she picks up on if i'm sad but she she's always said you're your daddy you 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 are your father's daughter because she knew i got my heart my feelings my emotions and i got to keep those that this disease you got to keep those in check or you can go down real quick yeah i
0: do sometimes wonder because we learned a lot about um alzheimer's in neuroscience and in a lot of my psychology classes because they're it's so new right and not so new but like there's just not a lot done on it and i remember something about like suppressed emotions and i do sometimes wonder like i think she was going through stuff and but never especially her generation like never talked about anything well, like, cause I think she had sadness, like, especially after Jedu died, oh, there yeah. was sadness, but she never wanted to process it.
1: She never wanted to process it. And she never wanted to be, I mean, my mom, this was her husband for all, they, they were just short of 50 years of marriage and he dies and she can't even mourn him because we were all mourning so bad. She literally drove in the procession of the funeral. So I don't think she was, I think she was in shock too. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure they did not talk about anything. You, you, you knew that it was just an underlying thing. It was never said, don't talk about it, but you knew there was an underlining thing that you just don't anything out of the house. You don't talk about
0: that generation yes but then you add the level of the like the Im- the Syrian the Im- immigrant parents like nobody talked about anything yeah. her family upbringing is <laughs> wild i wish i could have a conversation i did get to interview her that one thing i am grateful for and i wish i could find it in my college paper cuz it was like my senior seminar and that was when she was still pretty much here yeah. you know yeah. like it's been hap- like it's been a progression so like it was my college senior paper and it was like interview someone you know in your family that you and I interviewed her I wish I could find the paper because she did talk a little bit about her childhood but I'm like things were so different for her growing up and stuff
1: I feel like your graduation was the last big thing that she was totally there for
0: I agree and it makes me really glad that that was it because she helped me through that process so much so much and you too girl you, you to I was gonna get that degree whether it was for <laughs> no, you or for me to, shout out to you for getting the degree, me for getting the degree for you and I'm not even using it
1: but they can never take it from
0: they can never take it from me and I do use the communication part so right.
1: and you know Montana oh god life is so short as we know and those years although you Begrudgingly, I do think that it taught you to persevere, to keep trudging along no matter what.
0: It taught me resilience, and it did feel good to finish something, even though I wanted to quit, and I did quit for, like, a little bit. (laughs) Not by choice. No, you knew it was when all that was going on. Remember, I had to quit. Well,
1: what did I not know, that you took out student loans, I didn't know something. Oh, then like, when
0: I lost my hope. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, yeah. That's what, I, that's
0: what it was. <laughs> but then I got, but then shout out to dad for making us <laughs> poor. <laughs> then I got a grant.
1: <laughs> See, Satan thinks he works it all together to hurt us, and God works it all together for our good. Yep. So,
0: on that note, though, her, she grew up differently and i think that you and i have had so many healing conversations i think that this is hard the long the long the long goodbye of it all is really hard like they're gone but they're still here and so you're like mourning someone that it's it's just like a mind it's so hard but i do feel like the process has been healing for you because you've opened up to me you want you talked in the beginning about like generational things things i have dealt with that I'm like, why am I dealing with this? You have opened up to me about it. About how you were raised. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh. So this has been going on. No one's just wanted to talk about it.
1: No, and I think that's a cry shame. That like, especially for believers. I don't care what religion or church or whatever. There is one God and one Bible. And if we could teach those sins and curses away and just pray and fight I mean, it really is true. And each generation they get worse. And that's where my heart is for my family. And yeah. I have tried, you know, people sometimes will even look at you and say, well, so you've given up on them?" No, my best helping of God got us right here right here so he doesn't need my help he needs my prayers and he needs me to let go and release and like you said let go and let God that's a hard one yeah and especially when it's not happening on the time you that you're like okay I've been praying for this for years it's time well it's obviously not because he's not late he's not early he's perfect timing
0: Yes, that is true. Mm-hmm. But, like, how have you healed through this process some of those things that you had? Like, the childhood stuff we talked about, like, and the self, like, because, you know, the self things. The, the, the
1: criticalness of it. Yeah. Um, she did want perfection from me. Um, I was the only one that did not look Arabic. I took after daddy. You look like a white girl. <laughs> yes. And I think that was somewhat hard for her to a degree, which is funny. Because later on, my cousins were like, we wanted to look like you. And then I told them- You wanted wanted to look more Arabic. I don't think that's totally where it stemmed from. I think she has talked about her weight and stuff throughout. I I never remember her not being on some type of diet. Mm. And I think she just maybe didn't even know that she was seeking perfection. But she wanted perfection and- the The more you try, the more you you know it just doesn't work,
0: yeah, perfection is not real, it's not. so real. we gotta let that go, yeah. 'cause
1: and I, I think it and I think it has, and I think that when she does tell me like I cook her recipes and she'll say, "You know, gosh, I haven't had a bad meal, and I'm like, well, you're they're your recipes, Oh, I must have been a good teacher, so it's funny now, yeah, it's not critical. she's complimentary more, yeah. know
0: but she's still the one thing she do remember is if people are fat
1: (laughs) yep (laughs) thanks for the bulimic (laughs) which she will never know and i'm glad about that yeah i am i i think that would devastate her or or just really but it was really
0: well I i wouldn't be surprised if she didn't struggle with one that we never knew about
1: could be because
0: it remember we were talking that like w- long time ago about a great grandma that had some sort of yeah. I never met the great grandma
1: yes big situ was and we don't call them big because they're big it's little just great situ, great is big and little is just plain grandma Uh yes very much so
0: so it makes me think that it started there there it doesn't skip you know so I think there that she had her own things that just you know we all got our own version of it right and it's our job to fix it and I'm proud of you because we don't have to go into that because I'm sure you don't want to talk about it but the coping skills you've learned from that thing even now it gives me hope that yes you are later in life but the other day when you called me you're like I was so upset I almost made myself throw up but I called my friend and I was like that was beautiful to me like I literally even like praised you to my friend group because we all have friends that struggle with it and I was like it made me really happy that like even at an older age like you're still able to make change and positive change in your life
1: oh yeah well uh just telling you know Tim about it that was the f- and then well you caught me you said yeah because I would always hear you throwing like, up you think I don't know what you're doing but I know what you're doing and you just stop it and that st- st- that struck something in me. Like, yeah, my
0: bathroom was – my room was underneath your bathroom. I don't think you realized I could hear. Well, <laughs> oh, there
1: you go. So, and then when I did call – that is the first time. Like, I admitted it to them, and then when I – I said, I don't want to do it, but I want to do it. Like, I don't, and I do. And and, and, and I didn't, and I told her, I said, probably the real reason that I'm telling you this is I didn't eat enough to do it. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I'm proud of you for not, and I'm proud of you for – Even talking about it. Because like at the beginning when I said like I'm protective over my family. Not in – I don't think it comes from a place of shame. But I think before it did. Like now I think it comes from a place of we've come through so much together. Like you guys are – I share a lot of my life with the world. Like you guys are all that I have. That's me. And so I like to protect it in that way. But I think before it was a lot of shame. And I think we had – we carried a lot of shame that wasn't ours to carry. We were carrying the shame of – you no. know, things that and were going I, on.
1: And I know I always bring it back to Jesus, but I have to. This is you know,
0: the holiest I, podcast we've had in a while.
1: Well, good. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> um anyway, I let people
0: start cussing.
1: Well, I do cuss a little, but I do love Jesus. <laughs> and Pastor Jensen did a sermon on good cussers. Now, granted, he doesn't want us to cuss, but it was funny. Our family is good cussers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. I said, Jensen, are you in this house? But anyway... The, the, the church should be a hospital. So many people are church hurt that that's why we subside in it. Now, I don't think you should use a church, but you should be able to talk freely, to have people pray and stop this unspoken stuff. Don't be ashamed, be real. Jesus ate with people like our family. He he. I mean, he loves everybody, but he would he would not hesitate to come to my house. He would not hesitate to pray for my son. Come on, now. He would be over here
0: lit with us.
1: <laughs> he, would, he would be. Well, sometimes I'm thinking. I tell him all the time, Jesus, God, you wired me this way. Fix the wiring. But there's
0: nothing wrong with I, the wiring. That's. But what I'm saying is the shame. I don't think it was you. Our shame. I think we did go to. We just came from Florida. And then we came to that small town, people weren't as accepting of a family like us that had, you know, issues or like every family has issues. Ours just were out there.
1: Well, that was <laughs> my fault because I, you know, I felt like. And that
0: caused us to have, or at least me, I was like, oh, yeah. something's wrong with my family, my brother, my dad, whatever. Well,
1: again, you know, that unspoken, I did love that unspoken until God laid it on my heart. Uh, you have a son in trouble you need to speak his name and you need to tell them women to pray whatever uh that was not my best choice but it was right because it led me to a different church yeah and the first sermon this is how funny god is the first sermon that i ever heard jensen franklin preach was being drunk in the holy spirit and being drunk in the bottle and i said okay there was a lot of similarities i remember that sermon too i'm like this man either is one has one or knows one. <laughs> and I've never left. We know a couple. We do. And you know what, Montana, the sh- the sh- the shame is what Satan loves, and he's very patient with it. You can think you overcome it, and then he'll just sit back and wait, and that's what people don't realize. We got to get real. We gotta get real. Gotta get real. Re- look at you, real talk, Tam. Real, real talk. Well, we can't take that. That's real talk, Tam. <laughs> no, I do not have the right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're enjoying this way too much. <laughs> but when I we had to cut, I just want everyone to know when we had to cut. She goes, oh, Montana. We could do a podcast like the Kelsey Brothers. I'll be on top. You be on top. Well, the we're product.
1: Swifties.
0: <laughs> we did grow up listening we to. Sure did. You worked at every elementary school I ever went to <laughs> because you're a stalker. And every morning we would listen to Taylor Swift on the way there.
1: And I do have can I tell the cute twi- Taylor Swift about when Zeke got bit by the dog? Oh and yeah, nothing would calm him down, but we turned on a Taylor Swift. Song. Back to December. Yes, in December. Go figure. And he was calm until we got him to the hospital.
0: He loved Taylor Swift. He, he loved that song. We were Swifties.
1: Don't say were. We
0: are Swifties. Well, they don't. They think it's cool to hate her now. They think it's cool to hate everything.
1: <laughs> well, that's just their age.
0: Yes, but...
1: Oh, this has been great, sweetie.
0: I've had a lot of fun. I have too. I think you have the biggest heart of anyone I know. And they don't make women like you. And you have been through a lot. And we've only just touched the surface. We'll wait to tell the full story um, when we have more followers. Okay. (laughs) Come on and follow. (laughs) How has this first year been um, with me gone? We'll take it off the heavy stuff.
1: Well... And this is where how God wired me is, is beneficial to me. Okay. I sometimes just live in my own world. Like I don't think about it constantly. I like to know when you're home safe. I like to know what you're doing, but I can't, you know, even I'm going to.
0: You had to let go of some of that control. I, I
1: did because it's very, because you are so independent in that area where you just fly by the seat of your pants go here go you know you'll go at a drop of a hat where I've got a plan for a year before I go for a short weekend
0: but i still don't even feel like i'm fly by the seat of my pants like i feel like i still have to have a plan like there's things i see in you that like annoy me lo- i love you that <laughs> annoy me that i do and i'm like god
1: this is where I
0: I I it came from
1: going into that but you weren't like that i can see a lot of your different choices to where i I think that has helped me not worry, but I can't think about it long term. I can't think of Brandon and them long term because it breaks my heart. I, you know, I just, uh, I don't get to see them like I would like to, you know, like every year I say, this is my year, you know,
0: you got to set someone sick, (laughs) you know,
1: but it, it is hard because we were raised, uh, you know, my whole, nobody in my family moved away. Yeah. And I had, a you friend, were the, first,
0: the first, first to move away. Yeah.
1: And I, uh, yes. A- and I had a friend tell me one time, then you've done your do- job She called me Duran Duran. She's like, Duran Duran, you've done your job. You've raised kids that can go out there on their own and make it. And, but you know, it, it is hard. And she used to, could be able to go fly to see yours all the time. And, um, some things have happened in her life to where she can't, she's like, wow. You know, I've always said not until I walk in your shoes, but it is harder when you can't go see them like you would like to. Yeah. But you don't, I don't ever waller in that because you are where you want to be or God wants you to be. Uh, Brandon and Elizabeth are where God wants them to be. And they are very, they don't, they don't make me feel bad or judge me they they know my situation and yeah they're loving
0: yeah and I do think the thing about this whole situation that does make me sad is that I do think that you'll be able to travel more and do more eventually like you'll I know like that like I want you to come visit so bad but I also like know the situation now so it like makes it like yes I wish you were there like could able to come like now but it's like I know it will be in the right time when it's supposed to come because I want you to enjoy this season that you're in right now
1: well and that that's the thing you know my brother was going to come and help me and then yeah. I had health issues and um I was looking forward to that because I think if he and I could have been a tag team it would wouldn't have been all or nothing mm-hmm. and um I don't you know I had a friend Joy she's she's been in the word like her whole life. And she said, sometimes she looks at God and says, really, is this it? Cause she's lost her mom and dad and they have a special needs son who was an adult and she takes care of him. She does have her sister to help her a little bit, but it, it's tough sometimes because yeah. like I said, I thought I was going to go the last, then my brother passed, my other brother passed away and then Kip got sick and then, you know, Chris yeah. went to heaven and then this, you know, so it, just seems like and i told brandon that you know this is my year 2024 i'm gonna be there
0: yeah i think you i think it will happen i think you just especially now with the work situation and everything like it is a blessing to get old too like it is a blessing to be able to get old and to have people that love you and
1: because a lot of people don't get to yeah and a lot of people don't get to pay it back. And I do feel like I'm paying her back and she's not demanding most days, but it's hard because, and I, I want to go back to like the people that I follow, like, yeah, you've got to be real careful with that because like my mom's like the one I told you. And then the other lady still has like some, uh, like she still likes to have fun and laugh and the, she, but she's in a later stage. And then the other lady, you know, she dances with her daughter, all that, you know, and you got to be real careful. Like, gosh, why can't mine be that way? Well, it's not. Yeah. It's a different, you know, she likes when I cook. She likes when we go to the store. She likes when I, you know, do different things, but it, it's not, you can get sad about that. Like, wow, my mom's not there. She's already here there. And you cannot compare.
0: mm. Yeah, no, especially because it is such a complex disease and there's not that much research on it and everyone has different side effects. It affects everyone differently. So like you can't compare your journey, can't. but I don't think enough people are talking about it. Well, it's been getting talked about more, I feel like in the past few years, because more and more, like, I guess it's affecting celebrities now. So everyone's talking about it like, well, or.
1: And, and that's well, and that's just the way of the world, you know, but I will say this and People like me, I live in Georgia. Her homestead is in Florida. I have to take her back so much and I can't get help for either state because I don't live there and she doesn't live here. Mm. And so it's, we need to change some things because the caregiver, the bread person, Mm -hmm. the social security person, we you can't, you know, I have to buy her uh potty chair. I have to buy her. It should
0: chair. be something federal. It,
1: it should, but she can't lose her homestead. So now we're trying to sell her house in Florida. So all of that said, we don't, we say we want to take care of our elder generation, but do we? Because there's not a lot of resources out there unless you are in the same state. No, I know. And, and, and I can't believe that I'm the only person in the world that lives in a different state than my mother. And that's hard on the caregiver too, because they don't get confused when it's time to go back, but they have to stay so much time in both places in mm-hmm. more time there than here, or you, she loses all of that. So that does, should be changed. It mm. should. She's 82 years old. She's paid her dues.
0: Mom, you need to go to Washington. I
1: wish I could. I do. You know it's. No, bleeding. I've been
0: watching. No, I've been watching Paris Hilton's show, and she.
1: Laura <laughs> have mercy.
0: No, I've been watching Paris Hilton's show, and she went through that thing at her boarding school. Now she's making reform on boarding schools. So, oh, like,
1: I just think it. It would. It's so much. I'm comparing
0: you to Paris Hilton. Come well, on. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and let me tell you this. And I'm not saying all of them. I am not. But I've had a lot of people say, you keep her at home as long as you can because it's not pretty out there. And I'm sure they're understaffed, they're da-da-da, money, this, that, and a third. I don't know, but I'm not going to have that on me. Mm. And God knows my heart. I'm really and truly in this season of my life standing on God's promises.
0: Okay, so you are the first podcast of 2024, and this was really fun.
1: I don't know why I was nervous. I don't either. I'm the New Year's Eve baby. <laughs>
0: yes, you are. <laughs> it's kind of funny because I we went to the mall yesterday and I asked you in the car. I was like, you know you're my first one of twenty twenty four. And you go, What if I bomb? <laughs>
1: You never know you never know
0: are you glad i'm not doing comedy really anymore
1: it's <laughs> not that i'm not glad you, but I, be honest you hated when i was doing comedy I regularly it, but i feel like you were here for a deeper purpose and i get that comedy goes hand in hand i i do but i'm telling you you are here for something big like i, I and i well, you're my mom no okay well <laughs> That's true, but I know your heart. I know your story. I know what you've been through. You are the least judgmental person I know. I mean, we all have a little bit of judgment, but you really do take it, take people, life at face value for the most part. I mean, we can't ever do anything perfectly because nothing's perfect down here. The last perfect person they put on a cross, but I'm telling you for your heart you can be the speaker that you want to be and throw a little humor in there i just that scene yes you can save people but i'm telling you montana people are drawn to you
0: no, I know. Trust me, I learned all about the dark side this year of comedy. Well, there you
1: go.
0: <laughs> I, learned you're things. A light. I learned things I wish and I didn't you're know.
1: You're <laughs> a light, and I've told you that your whole life. I've told all of my, no, but my I, kids I, you have a purpose, and that was before I even knew God. I knew that he gave y'all, I, I, I told Brandon what his is, I told you what yours is, and I told Ryan what his is, and, and I believe that with my whole heart.
0: I love you and thank you for that I love you too. because um, I I knew
1: I just knew that
0: I, I wanted to speak but comedy was going to be the vehicle to get me there Amen. because it was a good like I learned mean. how to talk spe- publicly and do it in the most vulnerable way so like I feel like if you can go do comedy you can do anything that's right. so that's huge yes I did t- stop doing it but I'm still going to speak that's it's right. just a different environment
1: that's right Anything else you want to say, what else? Just that I appreciate this it It was way different than I thought, and once you uh, again, what did you, you think you eased me into it um I thought I might stumble or like you say, get in my head, try to think it through, but right no. before you prayed I prayed and it just God just spoke through us
0: you have so much wisdom mom you've been through so much that's why I literally like you said with your mom whenever something happens if I'm in the grocery store if I'm anywhere I'm like I gotta call my mom like you're the first person I want to talk to because you are a you are a light you are you have taught me how to have joy through the Crappiest situations in life and to just keep the joy to keep it light to keep it fun even when you're going through hell So I appreciate you for teaching me that
1: and I do believe like in our craziness chaos, whatever this life we can I I wanted to say batshit crazy. I mean we could (laughs) We can Mom be- you've been talking about Jesus
0: we this can whole we time can, we can- I don't cuss on my podcast because I'm like My mommy's gonna listen and then you're just gonna Drop a I shit a little.
1: I said I cuss a little I did say I love Jesus But I cuss a little but I'm working on it But anyway uh, uh We do get it out there And we get over it and we stick together I mean really Yeah. We, and, and my dad told me one time and, and my dad knew the bible I didn't know that he did Until latter part of his life, but, um, cause he was raised up in church, but, um, he said, you know, there must be something to this God thing. Cause you get awfully knocked around, but you always get back up. And that was really before I immersed myself in it. Like I was, I was new raw to it. So I do believe that. And I do believe that he gave us emotions for a reason. And, and people that judge Christians a lot for their emotions but we do snap out of it and God is there and he uses it all for our good yes he does every step of the way he orders our step
0: he does oh this is the last question I was gonna ask so since you are the first podcast of 2024 do you have any goals for 2024 and and like what do you want this next year to be because I know it'll probably be uh it's
1: it's you're still getting your footing not working well that's it and i want to trust more like truly trust have that peace and comfort that only comes from him to to just have that fearless faith just unwavering Yes, yes that was i just i am passionate to get back i have backslid in my word, but I talk to him a lot. I listen to people a lot. I I find it in this season, it's been really hard to read and comprehend. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I want to get back into the the book.
0: Yeah. I've been here for a week. You got your hands full. So just give yourself grace.
1: And I do think he does. And I mm -hmm. think that's why he has come to me. I'm telling you what, it's, it's your word. It has shook me. At times, and I'm like, okay, God, you're you're giving me that grace and that mercy. Yeah. you know that I – he knows in my heart I want to do that. And I do feel like I fail him in that area. I, I want to be
0: – You just got to let go. Yep. You just got to go. let go. Yeah. That's weird. I've been working on that too because I just – I tend to just w- – worry about everything instead of just trust like everything up until now has always worked out so like why would it stop working out now and a lot
1: of I've been reading worry is nothing it's like a slap in his face it's pride I saw that thing you sent me and so I'm just trying to to love the storm (sighs) praise him in the storm just be be the same whether it's good bad ugly whatever just whatever it is be the same
0: okay final question for real what would you say to someone who is you know maybe just starting out on their Alzheimer's journey like a loved one got it they're just starting out on the journey like what advice would you get give to someone going through what you're going through right now
1: one a good doctor My mom has a great doctor. I love him. He's patient with me, with her. I can call him in a drop of a hat. This one day, he knew I was struggling. He had somebody who helps call, um, get your small group. And like I said, don't get mad at people that have money and can do things bigger and better than you because they're sharing their advice with you and take it. But I'm going to tell you, it's hard. You're going to have to follow more than one person because none of these people are the same and you can take bits and pieces from each one. And I'm telling you, it will make your life better. It will help you. I was so raw, just new, just devastated. It, it was crazy. And now if I get bad and you, you, and like the people that you do and follow them. So you're not going to like them all. I even follow people that have children with San Filippo syndrome because it's this the emotions. I'm telling you, you don't feed off of it. You don't. We look for the the end of it, the cure, and the living with it. Mm. Yes.
0: You seem to have, I know from when I was living here last year to now, like, there was still some, like, uh, delusion, I guess, on your end. But, like, you seem to have a lot more acceptance now.
1: Because in the beginning stages, you will see glimpses of very clarity oh, yeah. stuff. And then the next day, you will not. And Four then you, Five and minutes yeah, later. Oh, yeah, whatever. And it plays tricks on you because you're like, yeah. well, maybe, maybe it's age. Maybe. Don't, don't believe that. Get them tested. Get them on the meds. I am a firm believer in that because I believe she would either be bedridden or dead if we were not on the meds. And she does not take a lot. Don't let people just push them, push them, push them, push them because there's not a lot out there, first of all. Oh, and let me just touch on that. Touch on it. There's a lot of experimental stuff and or approved stuff, but they say, well, you know, she's too far gone or she, who cares? Try it. Yeah. We have, yeah, but the ones that she has have, you know, like I said, you, in my doctor, God bless him. He knew that a year going, a year was too much for me to wait he get we get we go every six months mm. because Good. it just helps me he reassures me he gives me pointers and like I said you've got to have a an excellent support group you do well it can make you cray cray <laughs> I don't like that word crazy
0: a little crack right No, i yeah. think you and, and are you going got, you a little crack right the way you were acting at the store but,
1: well because <laughs> i was walking so fast because everything is done at such a slow pace no and i you're waiting and
0: yeah i have longer legs and you. you're zooming past me it you're like oh, well i don't have to go slow anymore i'm like well i'm walking fast how are <laughs> you walking how are you running like i, I said, told you you need to start running you have, have so much built up in you
1: i told you i have to breathe and be and a I'm runner. Sorry for being that way, but it felt good.
0: You were sprinting through them all. And
1: it felt good. <laughs>
0: okay. So, anyway. Well, I love you. I'm I proud of you. you. I think you're doing an amazing job.
1: And I appreciate that. And I love you and I keep doing and being you.
0: You know, love you mean it comes from you. Yes. I That's do. how I end every podcast. All right. Love you mean it. Okay. Love you mean it. Bye. Bye.